Good evening, and welcome to our prediction episode. I, you know, I go over these things ahead of time, and I know exactly what I'm going to say. But then I pause and look like some sort of fool. Anyways, good evening, and welcome to our prediction episode for Match Day Dace, Match Day 10 for the Premier League. We've got, oh boy, we got the Manchester Derby this weekend. I mean, do, need I say more? Uh, we've had some other things that are happening, but eh, eh. we'll see if they're interesting at all. Uh, actually have action going on on Friday. Haven't had a Friday match in a bit. Haven't had a Friday match. As a matter of fact, why don't we just roll right into it? Uh, I say that and now I'm thinking, and I think that actually you should go ahead and like and subscribe to like the video, subscribe to the channel. Follow us on X. Have you seen all the things they're doing? You can now like call people and video chat people on X. Have you seen that? Yeah, they want to be the everything app. They're yeah. gonna roll out like it's it's gonna become its own bank here soon. Yeah, like payments, some sort of Venmo type transactional service, uh, yeah. a full on bank like you can store money on there, or something more akin to PayPal. No, I think I think it'll be more like PayPal, but like. Okay. Elon Musk created PayPal, so it wouldn't be too hard for him. That is a true fact, uh, <laughs> as opposed to fake facts, which everyone hates. Anyways, yeah. uh, Friday, we have some action going on tomorrow morning. Crystal Palace host Tottenham at the 3 p.m. slot Eastern Time. Uh, gotta say, Crystal Palace not doing great uh, recently. They have not scored more than one goal in a match since September 3rd. Been almost two full months without having at least two goals in a match. Uh, as a result, as you might imagine, they are near bottom on goals for seven, I believe, if my memory serves. And they go up against Tottenham, who is top of the table, obviously. Uh, how do you have this one shaking out there? Any things of note to proceed with? You know, the last two results have been, I think, 2-0 and then 1-0. Tottenham wins. Obviously, that was last year. You know, I think Tottenham's probably going to get this one again. I think mm-hmm. it's a two-to-one game. Okay. I think it's played closer than you might think. But I think it's two-to-one because Tottenham's coming off a short week. They played on Monday. Mm-hmm. Now they're playing on Friday. So I don't know how that's going to affect their recovery. But I think they get the win, but it'll be a bit slow. I've got it a little bit more spread out because I do think that Spurs are far and away the better side. Think that you know the combination of Madison and and Son up top is just formidable. Uh, I've got a three to one for Tottenham uh, to take to take full points and remain top of the table for now. Uh, that wraps up the action for Friday. Only one Friday, and then on uh, Saturday we start off with the early match of Chelsea at Stamford Bridge hosting Brentford. Yeah, Brentford has been Brentford's been pretty good. You know, obviously they've been up and down. Yeah, real hit and... or miss Brentford. Hard to get a gauge on them as opposed to Chelsea just being like thoroughly mediocre for the most part. Yeah, I don't know. I've liked Chelsea. I've liked how they've been playing recently. They're young guys, a couple of them seem to be getting their opportunities, so I think I have this as a 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw. These previous results against Arsenal, 
against Tottenham. I think it's 2-2 draw. Now, will it be as disappointing as they're giving up a 2-0 victory like they did last week against Arsenal? Or will you know, it be I more think they, even side? I want to say they come back in this one. Really? So kind of the inverse of the last week. Uh, I actually have this one as as almost a 1-1 draw. But I think Brentford mm-hmm. comes back and steals one late, akin to how they gave up two goals in the second half on on uh, last match day. I think it's something very similar here. Chelsea goes a goal up. They're pressing. Um, they're, they're trying to get that second goal, kind of working off of that home side energy go late into the second half um, and then get two there in the last 15 minutes for Brentford to take full points and really kind of put the knife in Chelsea just they should have had points and give it up uh, and that would that would flip positions for Chelsea and Brentford put Brentford above Chelsea uh, just looking mm. how they stand right now uh, but yeah I, I think it could be a good match though at Chelsea uh, you are correct they have they have put things more together here in recent weeks. Um, Brentford, you never know what side you're going to get for Brentford. Um, going down to this one, I don't, I'm not interested in very much. This is Arsenal hosting Sheffield United at the 10 a.m. slot. This one's on USA for some reason. I don't know why this one gets actual television rights. Um, well, uh, you know, looking at the other 10 a.m. match, I guess I get why. Yeah, uh, you see that. You it's, see why. It's a tough choice. You got Arsenal and Sheffield United, which is not going to be very good. And then you got Bournemouth versus Burnley. And that one, neither of the teams are any good. So I, as far as overall season importance, the Bournemouth-Burnley one's definitely more important. Because that's 17 versus 18. Both of them scrounging for points. Uh, Arsenal and Sheffield United, I mean, I think that I think it's actually a very boring match. I only have Arsenal winning 1-0 against Sheffield. Um oh. Just I think that they kind of get a goal and they 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 don't press as much. They're not scoring. Um, it's similar to the oddly enough similar to kind of like the the vibe uh, when they took out Everton uh, earlier in the season, where you're like you guys should be winning by more than this, and they just don't ever convert. Um, yeah, but that's that's what I've got for for that one. Yeah, I have another two to one game. Really? I have Arsenal winning 2-1. I think Sheffield United gets a goal and makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that Arsenal loses. And, yeah, probably won't watch it, to be honest, live. I'll probably stick to the old highlights. But Bournemouth Burnley, I, I think I like Bournemouth more in that one. As much as I love, as you would say, Yaya Toure mm-hmm. over there in the management. Good old Vincent Yaya Toure. But Vincent Company, I think he wants really badly to play Pep Guardiola style. Mm-hmm. Like we said last week, there's just a lot of not purposeful possession going on. Right. So I think that Burnley continues that trend, and I think Bournemouth is the team that actually gets the goals. They convert. I'm thinking three to one Bournemouth win. Well, you you say that, but I, I was also kind of leaning Bournemouth. But I look back at the recent performance. Similar to Crystal Palace not scoring more than one goal in, in any match since the 3rd of September, Bournemouth have scored two total goals since September 2nd. That's going to change. It's changing this I game. agree. It's going to change. They're going to get one. However, Burnley is also going to get one, and both sides are going to leave rather disappointed, only getting a point out of this. 
Because yeah. I think both sides look at the other and say, like, listen, we can beat them. We should beat them. We need to beat them. <laughs> it's kind of like an yeah. escalation of urgency. But the game itself ends up being rather flat. A lot of, like you're, like you're saying for Burnley, a lot of pointless position. A lot of forward motion for Bournemouth, but not a lot of shots on goal. Kind of their mm. MO a little bit. Um, Burn- Burnley more so. But I think this one ends up being rather dull. Uh, and you said that was a, you said 1-0 Bournemouth? 3-1. to 3-1. I misheard you. Um, all right, yeah, and then we get to we get to the real match of the week uh, of, of Saturday. Excuse me, of Saturday, my Wolves taking on Newcastle at Molineux. Uh I was going to say the classic, like, well, you know, my Wolves always play well at Molineux, but we have dropped like a full six points at home this season already. It's not. It's not great. Um, Oh, what was that? However, we are currently unbeaten in our last four. So, you know, we're playing pretty well right now. Newcastle coming off the midweek, a little bit of a preview for tomorrow, the midweek loss in the Champions League coming a little bit uh, demoralized into this one. Uh, however, <laughs> I do think that Newcastle wins it 2-1 to one over my Wolves. I think they try to come back and get a little bit of a little bit of vigor back in their system there for Newcastle. Yeah, I have it as a two to one Wolves win. You learned from you last know, week, huh? Yeah, you're probably wanting me to pick against the Wolves so they win, since that seems to be the mo for them. Mm-hmm. But I, I think Newcastle will be on a short week. Most yeah. of their high play, high profile guys played midweek. Obviously, mm-hmm. they lost one zero, but we'll talk about that in the morning. But yeah, you know. I think Wolves, they got some rest. They're feeling confident. Four games unbeaten. I think they continue it. Two to one. I would I would take I'd even take a draw against Newcastle. Uh just with, with the recent Premier League performance. They've been doing quite well. Uh but that wraps up Saturday. Uh we will then take a hop, skip, and a jump from Molyneux, just in Wolverhampton, north of London. I do know where where Wolverhampton is in relation to London. It's northwest, just slightly west. More north northwest. Uh Boy, I sure hope I'm right on that. Down uh, <laughs> to London Stadium. He don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's west northwest. It's somewhere in like the the general vicinity, like in it's that in sort United of area. England. It's yeah, that. it's probably in England somewhere. Um, London Stadium, West Ham versus Everton. You know what I've realized about West Ham is I always think they're better than they are, and I don't know why that is. Because uh, they are rather middling. Now, Everton, I know they're not good. Um, so that's that's helpful for me. I still keep trusting them in my picks, which seems counterintuitive uh, because it is, mostly. Mm. I've got this as a 2-2 draw for West Ham and Everton. A pretty entertaining match uh, for early there on s- Sunday. But in the end, uh, I, think that, I think that it's actually uh, Everton who comes back into this one late. Uh, leaves it a little bit late on that. Well, not super late, but like 75th minute or something. They get the equalizer, and then the game just kind of peters out after that. Uh, maybe even Paul's out. I don't know. That's not a good joke. Um, how do you... Nice. I don't, not, it's, we'll be back next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you have this one going, guys? You know, I have also a draw. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be nil-nil. I think both teams Oof. have a similar MO. Uh, mm-hmm. We rely on our defense and we want to counterattack. Right. 
And I think that's just a mixture for a rather entertaining nil-nil draw, but I just don't mm-hmm. I don't see either team pipping the other out or popping the other out. But, you know, we're not really sure what's going to happen in this game, but we sure know it's going to be a draw. Definitely going to be a draw. That's You can take that one to the bank. Um, and then we move to the 10 a.m. slot. We got three matches there. Aston Villa hosts Luton in Birmingham. Uh, how do you have this one shaken out there, Keegan? Not well for Luton. Um, yeah. I'm known for my, you know, crazy picks. You know, wild mm-hmm. score lines. I think this is 5-0. Wow. Because, I again, Luton, I just don't think... When they play high-level offenses, mm-hmm. they're not very good. When they play teams that are more defensive, it seems like they can scrap their way into the game. Right. But Aston Villa's been having some good results recently, so I think 5-0. Yeah, yeah. I, I think... Uh, I also have Villa winning this one because I'm not insane. I think that Luton actually... They've been doing a little better. I mean, they've gotten a point recently. Uh, so I think they get an early goal and kind of try to sit back, but then Villa get one and that kind of opens Luton back up and then Villa puts in two more. I've got it as a 3-1 victory for Villa uh, because, yeah, Villa, they're they are kind of romping right now. I mean, they had a 1-1 draw versus Wolves, but other than that, 4-1, 6-1, they beat Chelsea 1-0, 3-1 versus Crystal Palace, and they're, they're riding high up in fifth. Uh, so I, I anticipate them handling Luton like like the uh, relegation-worthy side that they are. Uh, yeah. And then we go to another one that's maybe not going to go particularly well for one side. Uh, Brighton hosts Fulham at Amex. Yeah, this one I have as a 3-1 victory for Brighton. I don't believe that Fulham has the vigor to stay in the game the entire time. Mm-hmm. I think it's very similar to your Luton-style game. Yeah, Fulham gets like a, maybe in the first 20 minutes they get a goal, and then Brighton just slowly opens them up. They actually come from behind for once, and they win yeah. a game 3-1. That, that, see, I had this one as 4-1, but then I remembered this is Brighton we're talking about. And Brighton typically only wins 3-1, to one, so I actually changed mine to 3-1 to one as well. There you go. Um, I think they get back in that groove of three to one victories because uh, I mean they they lost to they lost to City uh, last week obviously and they'd done two two with uh, Liverpool before that but other prior to that it was mostly just you know results and one so they they kept up with City but I think they get back into their winning ways here against against the side they should be beating which is Fulham yeah. um, and then to Anfield up in Liverpool. Liverpool hosts Nottingham Forest. This one. Yeah, Liverpool, they're looking good. Ah, is that, and that is why I have a counterintuitive pick here. Oh, boy. I actually have. And there's no way that this will be correct. So just, you know, mark that in your brains that I don't believe in my own pick. I've got Nottingham Forest winning 3-0. to zero. Oh my goodness! Yeah, is it going to happen? Not in a million years, probably. Nottingham Forest is known for their drubbings of teams, for sure. <laughs> That's for absolutely giving up a two-zero lead against Luton Town will definitely instill confidence in your side. But I gotta yeah. get, I gotta get the clop out movement back rolling. Okay, I right. gotta get it back rolling. Yeah, I have this one as a two-two draw. 
Okay. I think Liverpool's defense has been suspect, especially against teams that counterattack like Nottingham and have big center forwards in the middle. So mm-hmm. Ivan is a 2-2 draw. Listen, I, I think Nottingham Forest would take that for sure. Uh, keeps them, keeps them, keeps them treading water. You know, keeping them out of that relegation zone. And then, as we will say, the barn burner of the weekend: uh, Manchester United hosts Manchester City at Old Trafford, eleven thirty. Mark your calendars. It's time to rumble. Yeah, that's a good intro. Mm. You know. As we'll talk about in our Champions League recap in the morning, it Man U, again, has been a team that has just been really skating by with wins recently. In midweek, they barely won. They Last week, they also, you know, played fine. McTominay had to get two 90th-minute goals a couple of weeks ago to stave them off. So, you know, I, I'm going to go 3-1 City win. Okay. I think that Man U, they're fine, but they're not to a level yet where they're going to compete with a team like City. And we're not playing great either, but I think that we have the quality above them to beat them three to one. Uh, I actually have City coming a little bit more into form in this one with a four to one victory. I think Erling wow. Holland kind of shook some of the dirt off. In, in the the Champions League action, that second goal of his was real nice. Look, real good hip swivel on it. Um, <laughs> and I think that they, I think that they start to to put things back into more pristine order. I mean, they're still second in the league, so it's not like they're playing terrible. But they aren't playing up to the standard of last season, especially Erling Holland. I mean, th- your goals, you you aren't even leading in goal scoring right now. It's Newcastle. What? That's not supposed to happen. I mean, that's on yeah, both sides. Zero. Um, yeah, hard not to lead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think I think that, that City definitely pushed through on this one, get a nice, a nice solid four to one victory, and then uh, go back in and, you know, celebrate a little bit. It's always nice to win a Manchester Derby. Um, yeah. And that brings us to the end of the action for the weekend. Uh, any parting notes here? Keegan? I think this will be a more entertaining weekend than the matches might display. I think Mm -hmm. there'll be some better games than you might think. Because looking at it, it looks like, you know, six or seven of these matches could be blowouts. I think it'll be more entertaining than that. So tune in because it'll be a fun recap episode. I certainly hope it is. Uh, But in the meantime, yeah, why don't you follow his advice Go ahead and, uh, because I don't have anything else to say, go ahead and grab some coffee, watch some soccer.